Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So yesterday, I talked about the difference between fear and dread. And here's what's really interesting. Fear is in the moment. It's in the now. Okay, whereas dread is related to something happening in the future. Here's why I'm circling back to dread. I am recording this on Monday, December the 12th, knee deep in the month of December. And let's just shoot straight. Many of us, whether in the past, whether now, have experienced dread over the holiday. Okay. Now let me offer you again, Brene Brown's definition of dread. Dread occurs frequently in response to high probability negative events. Its magnitude increases as the dreaded event draws near. Okay. So again, let me put it into my words here. We feel dread when we imagine something that is likely to happen in the future that we perceive to be negative and that dread is going to get bigger as that event gets closer back to the holidays are there things that you dread about the holidays okay do you dread certain people that you're telling yourself you have to spend the holidays with, and most of the time it might be someone in your family? Is it some sort of activity that is correlated with the holidays or um, something like baking or gift buying or going to certain parties or having to decorate your home, whatever that may be? Is it the financial part of the holidays? Because damn, if the holidays don't get expensive. Okay, so here's the thing. I used to completely dread the entire holiday season when I was in, I would say, my mid-20s. And let me paint the picture for you. My husband and I were newly married. Both sets of parents were divorced and recoupled all of whom were still living in southern california and at the time we were living in glendale and so basically what our holiday season was would look like is that on the holidays sometimes on the same day we would drive to four different places sometimes it was over a two or three day period but i would dread every minute of it and here's why when I would go to the new places, I was often surrounded by our parents, new spouses or partners, families. Now, some of them were lovely. Others were complete train wrecks. I'm not going to lie. And I was expected to be part of this new family, and it wasn't my family, and be part of their traditions when I had recently lost all of my traditions. 
and be around people and um, spend these full days of overeating and over drinking and over driving and over socializing and then spend an exorbitant amount of money in order to buy gifts for people that, again, I did not have a relationship with. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. And I would cry through the entire thing. Now, I would put the face on when we were actually, you know, going into the fourth gathering of the day or the weekend and pretend to be fine and pretend to be happy. But I hated it and I dreaded it every single year. And then with his job, my husband and I were transferred to small town Iowa. And we spent our first holiday completely alone and it was bliss. And it wasn't bliss because we weren't with our families. I want to be really clear about that. We both happen to really love and adore our families. It's not that. But we weren't forcing ourselves to meet the expectations of what our parents' new holiday situations looked like. And for the first time, we had the space to create what felt soothing and lovely and beautiful for ourselves. So then fast forward a year and a half and we moved back to California again, except now we live further away and along come the holiday season. And I remember saying to my husband, I'm not going back to what we had to do before. It's not going to happen. Not doing it. And so we did different things. We had times when family would join us in our home here for the holidays, or we would see family, you know, over like a two or three week period, which was perfect and lovely. And we still got to enjoy that time with them. And as the years went on, we got much more selective about deciding to go and visit family when we could spend time with just them and not feel pressured or obligated to then spend time with their new extended family. And again, many of these extended families were lovely. That wasn't the point. But when you only have so much time, your priority, or at least our priority, was spending time with our parents, right? So anyways, that lessened the dread. And then here's what I noticed is we had children of our own. And once that happened, we were both very clear that we were going to spend the holidays in our home. We were going to start traditions and rituals that were very meaningful for our children. And we did, and we still do that. And here's what's really interesting. Every year it gets better and better and better. But I will tell you this year, I haven't had any dread at all about the holidays. And that's not because the circumstances have just magically lined up in a way that this, oh, I just got lucky this year and I have nothing to dread. It is because of the decisions that I have intentionally made, my husband and I have intentionally made regarding how we are going to spend the holidays. And what is important and what is peaceful and what is memorable and meaningful for us and for our children. And 
we do get to still celebrate around the holiday time with extended family. And that is really lovely also. And I am now able to really enjoy that because I don't feel pressured and obligated to fit into somebody else's version of the holidays. So given the time of year it is, and given the fact that I just just discussed dread yesterday, I wanted to talk about dread as it related specifically to the holidays today. So here are a couple of questions for you before I wrap up. What are you still dreading about the holiday season? Again, is it something you're expected to do, a place you're expected to be? And then ask yourself this question. Is it really true that I have to do this? Or is this something I'm telling myself that I should do? And how might I feel if I decide that I'm not going to any longer? Okay, ask yourself that question. Follow-up question, am I dreading the holidays because of people that I'm telling myself that I should be with? Get very curious about that because if you are spending your holiday with people that are, and I'm not blaming them, but I'm just going to say we all have people that are triggering to us. And as a coach said to me once, here's the thing, I can teach you how to manage your mind around any person and you can spend a lot of mental and emotional effort getting really clear and having all of these positive thoughts before you spend time with this person. But is that really how you want to invest your precious energy? And I'm going to tell you, oh, hell no. So I have had to take temporary and permanent breaks from certain people because of the level of triggering that I would feel when I was around them. And I got tired of being the one to manage my brain all the time. And I did not want to put the effort in any longer. So get really curious about that too, my friend. <sighs> Deep sigh. Have an amazing rest of your day. Actually, have an intoxicating day. Thank you for being here and I'll be back tomorrow with more. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, Click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.